and welcome back again for another episode with me, your host, Robin Byrne, on the Beauty of Truth podcast, where I'm going to be delving into the beautiful and sometimes ugly truths of the industries we work in today. I think what has become very apparent through having these in-depth conversations which, with such skilled, respected and successful individuals is that one, uh, COVID keeps sneaking into all our conversations, whether it's been invited or not. And two, mental health. That mental health plays a huge role in our society and has been present in all of our lives, I think, at one point or another, whether it's been on a small or big scale. And here's what I think about how we deal with it. It's okay to not be okay. One of the most famous slogans and campaigns that we've seen on social media. And we tell people to share and explain and be vulnerable until you, me, the listener, the viewer, maybe even the friend has decided like, oh, that is just enough sharing now. Are you not over? Have you not moved on? Now it's actually not that okay for you to not be okay. And personally, I have only had mental health struggles in the last two years. And um, something in my life, my mom was diagnosed with cancer at three months after my child was born and it, that triggered some mental health issues for me. But before that, I, I've been very lucky to not have had any. And to be honest, we'd need a whole other episode for that, so <laughs> we leave that for another day. But some people's mental health struggles is a life sentence. Um, and I believe you don't know what you don't know. And the behavior online the last few years, for example, Bloggers Unveiled and many other bullshit forums, have become extremely unacceptable and cruel and I feel that this needs to change and we need to be really vocal about it. So today I discuss um, what it has been like to be one of the biggest influencers in Ireland, possibly the world, with 170k followers on Instagram. I sit down with Faces by Grace to talk about the beautiful and the ugly truths of being an influencer in 2020. Welcome to the beauty of truth. So this podcast is now sponsored by RAS Removals Group. RAS is an Irish family-owned relocation company with 28 years experience in transport logistics and relocations. So whatever your global moving requirements may be, road, air or sea, these are the experts for the job and you can find them at www.ras-group.ie for a stress-free relocation process. So we have Faces by Grace with us today. Thank you so much, Grace, for joining me on the Beauty of Truth podcast. Um, it means so much to me um, oh, <laughs> that you came in to have the chat today. Um, I know you have a very, very busy schedule, as um, as I know I've had a couple of influencers now. <laughs> it's hard to pin you guys down. Oh, no. Um, no, but I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, this podcast is based about talking about... Um, industries that we work in today so obviously you know you go back a couple of 50 years yeah certain industries that exist now didn't exist before and I feel like social media sometimes gives us the idea that these industries are always perfect yes. and everything is picture perfect um and I wanted to I wanted to delve into um especially maybe for like a younger generation that might be listening what's the real 
the real beautiful and ugly truth of of different industries that exist now. So you beautiful. you came to mind straight away because I think you're so forthcoming with the truth. Yeah. Um, and that means a lot to me as 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 a viewer mm-hmm. on your page alone, not even just for the podcast. Yeah. Um. So we'll delve delve straight in. An awful lot of people will know most of your background, um, because you've a hundred and seventy five k followers. <laughs> um, just a uh, few, yeah, just a few. And I'm like, and if you don't like, do you live under a rock? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what the the where I wanted to start with you, because I know you've also done a lot of podcasts. So yeah. there's you're as I said, really forthcoming with your experiences in life. But what was the moment when you were like, oh, I'm an influencer? I think it was when I was signed with an agent and we there was no word for it. And I remember the day we had a shoot, there was six of us signed with my agent, who was Andrea Roach. And someone just said, we need a hashtag for the day, like AOR influencers. And I was like, influencers? I'm a blogger. I'm a YouTuber. Do you know, there was no name on it at the time. And then I was like, okay, so what does that really mean? And that was, say, 2016, the start of 2016. So I'd only really, I had actually just gone full time on my own. I'd left the job I was working in to pursue this and give it a go. My mum always said, like, you have your degree, you're a makeup artist. If it doesn't work, just go back to doing your day to day job. And I was like, okay. so her her and Chris kind of gave me six months to trial it. Yeah. Um, And thankfully it worked out. Um, But that was kind of the moment when I heard the word influencer, because back then we were just known as either bloggers, YouTubers. Instagram wasn't really even a platform where... It's more Snapchat, wasn't it? Yeah, so I would have been well known on Snapchat. So I was like a Snapchatter. Yeah. Basically. So that's where I kind of got my name, where people started to pick up on who I was, because I'd started back in 2011 on YouTube and was doing like vlogs and makeup tutorials. Like the videos are still there. Like, do not go back that far. <laughs> oh, they are, I've gone back. That's why. <laughs> they are horrendous. But it's me and it's me in my mom's house. And it's just like talking to camera and didn't know what I was doing. And I just wanted to do it. So then one of my friends was sick of a camera like I had a big Canon DSLR she was like please don't bring that we're going on a hen party in Spain why not just go on Snapchat and I was like what do you mean she's like just do it on Snapchat so I started then and I daily Snapchatted and I shared it with like my I think like whoever was on my Snapchat like my friends I don't know it's changed since then but I was like oh my god Chris like 50 people are watching my story (laughs) And he was like, wow. And then I was like, right, I'll put it on Instagram to let people know. And then I was like, oh, my God, 2000 people are watching my story. And it kind of went from there. And it was like word of mouth. And I just started doing it every single day as opposed to like vlogging on YouTube. It's a lot more time consuming. You have to edit the videos. You have to bring a big camera with you. It wasn't instant. And I think people wanted more of an instant version of your life so when I started to Snapchat is when I kind of really took off and it went from the 2000 to 10,000 to 28,000 and I was like every single day like there wasn't a day that went by that I wasn't on Snapchat and I think I was one of the first to actually Snapchat every single day and I introduced a lot of my influencer friends to Snapchat like Tara Makeup I was at one of her master classes and she was like what's Snapchat I was like you need to do this Terry McAvoy a really good friend of mine I was like get on Snapchat I brought her to an event and she started that day and like I don't know it was where we all kind of started you're you're like the mom of influencers (laughs) (laughs) teaching them your ways OG OG influencer 
I love it because I think we did, didn't we? I actually, I'm, and I'm, I'm the granny because I never had Snapchat. <laughs> I never had it. And my sister mentioned it the other day. She's like, I'm in a Snapchat group. I was like, oh, loser, what's that now? Yeah, like, like I went back on this week and I was like, put up a picture. Now, I actually didn't even check to see how many views it got. I was like, anyone out here? Like, I'd yeah. like to say, is there anyone alive out there? Um, but I didn't check to see if there was still eyes on it. I think... Like, I just gave it up one day and never went back and just focused on Instagram. But it was where I made my name. Everyone knew about me. It was like Snapchatter, Faces by Grace. And I actually went into labour on Sienna, my daughter. She's nearly four on Snapchat. And it was the day that it went viral. So we went from 28k views, which was like a good day. Like, every day was like that kind of 28,000 to 63,000 overnight. On Snapchat. 63,000 people watched you go into labour. And like when like, I say I went what? into labour on Snapchat, I didn't. I just was like, hey, my contractions have started, my water's broke. Yeah, We're yeah. going into the hospital. I think one of the um, online platforms, like Goss.ie, I think said like, Snapchat star broadcast birth live. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I know Ali so well. I'm like, Ali. She's like, yeah, but it got everyone talking. Every radio station, every TV, like even Cosmopolitan UK or US wrote about it. Everyone. And you know, I wonder if you did that now, would it have the same reaction? Well, I like was on Instagram stories when I was in labour with Hayden and it got like 120k views, which is big for me. Yeah, and, and 120k, I think on Instagram, because of the way like even algorithms and all yeah. work and all, it's actually very hard to, yeah. to get that... Jesus, people are interested in birth. But it was one of the, like, it was one of the first. And I think people actually thought I was going to show a lot more than I did. And it would be more graphic. But it wasn't. It was really, like, PG. I still have the story. And I think it just got to the headlines because nobody had ever seen it. And the reason I did it was because I wanted to normalise it. Like, you, you're a mother, you have a two-year-old. But before that, you probably never seen what a delivery suite looked like. No, and I was, and I remember becoming really obsessed with, I had a couple of friends who were due before me, yeah. even in different countries. Oh, what's it like? What's this look like? Hey, are you in pain? Is Where this do normal? You go? Oh. So I just wanted to normalise it and let people know, like, this is the process. It's not like a movie where you see them screaming and straight in a taxi and like in labour. I was like, it's, calming experience for the first while yeah yeah <laughs> and then Until I remember it, they were like okay you're 10 centimeters and Chris was like um do you want me to keep going and I was like put that phone down yeah, yeah. we are ready to work <laughs> so like that was it it was just trying to show people like I was 28 when I was having Sienna and I was nervous I was a first time mom and I didn't know what to expect so I just wanted to show that it's normal and like show the other side of it. It's not like screaming in pain. It's a nice journey with your partner or whatever way you're doing it. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's, that's one of the reasons why people continue to follow you and more people follow you because you're so honest. And I think sometimes Instagram just really needs, for me specifically, I I like to see people like... The, and, and you and Caroline Ford always come into mind because you'll come on camera, be very vulnerable, no makeup. Yeah. It is what it is. That is life. Um, and we'll, we'll get a little bit more into that in a minute. But what I did want to want, because I think sometimes with influencers, especially in the recent years with all these stupid forms online, yeah. and I am going to mention them because um, I think that they're, I think it's disgraceful that people think that they can say what they say online nowadays. Yeah, um, but 
before we get into that, <laughs> what are the parts of being an influencer that you love? What are the positives? What are the highs? Um, there's loads of highs. And I think sometimes when the negative comes in, you forget about that really quickly. Like our brain is trained to think of the negative. But I think like working from home is amazing. I get to be with my kids all the, the time. Dream. It is. If I could stay at home with Avery, yeah. I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, getting to choose what I want to do. Like obviously at the start when you're like starting off, it's difficult. But now I'm in a position where I can approach brands or like brands I've always dreamed of working with have come to me and I'm like, oh my God. Like it's just a really nice feeling to know that someone like I did work with Elizabeth Arden last year and I was like, oh, come on. Amazing. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. Yeah, a huge like brand. Yeah. Nespresso, I've been like the biggest Nespresso fan for like the minute they started doing machines. They came to me last year. I was like, it's those moments where I'm like, okay, I'm doing a good job. Um yeah. also the opportunities, obviously before COVID, we got we went to events, lovely dinners, got brought away on trips. I went to Doha with Qatar Airways. Oh my God. In, yeah, like three years ago. Incredible. Like, I felt like I was in a dream. It was the most amazing experience. Like, business class over, business class back. And I was, like, so honoured. I was like... Are you sure you want to bring me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure? Great, Grace now. You now got me? the name right. Like I was the only influencer on the trip. It was all journalists. So okay. I kind of felt a little bit out of my comfort zone because they were all writing articles and stuff. Where, whereas I was just daily like yeah. capturing images and sharing them. But like that was one of the best. Um, like we've gone on trips with my family. So when I was pregnant on Hayden, Universal flew us to London for a How to Train Your Dragon experience. Oh my God, Sienna. every cushion would lose her mind. Sienna actually thought she was on Toothless. Like she uh, does a video of her and Chris. It. Like, you know, one of those, I don't know what they're called, the green screen. She yeah. actually thought like she was sitting on him and it was just magical. Amazing. And like at Christmas, um, we were invited down to stay in Santa's house overnight. And like, she just thought this was the best thing in the world. So like those opportunities and things just are like things you dream about. Yeah, things that any mother would love to yeah. have the opportunity to do. And I suppose, like, for example, you telling me about the How to Train Your Dragon experience, for you, it, it shows kind of the purpose behind your job role because I wouldn't have known that that existed. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, there's another trip now that I can bring Avery on. <laughs> More money to spend. I know, that was just a press trip. But, oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Well, I'll, 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 I'll make a dragon at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean in yeah. the sense of like it does, it, I suppose it, when you're exposed to things that not everyday kind of life will show you, yeah. it is good. It is, um, it gives you ideas. Like I get inspiration from people online and what they're doing with their kids or well, that's where we go now yeah it's like I need something to wear on Saturday I need or even like you know things with the staycations now yeah. like seeing people like Roz Purcell and anyone who's done one places that you would never have gone before and yeah. only for an influencer so you wouldn't really probably have no known about it um, so I, I do think they're re real positives yeah and then what have been the the I suppose the ugly truths behind being an influencer well Firstly, the negative comments. I don't even mean like, I don't like your dress because that's not a negative comment. That's just someone's opinion and I can take that. But when it's really personal, like I talk openly about my mental health and I have kind of since it got really bad and people passing comment on me as a person and saying that 
like recently I've had people say that she's jumping on a bandwagon. I'm like, I have suffered with my mental health since the day I was born. Like, don't say I'm jumping on a bandwagon because that's so hurtful for someone who suffers with depression and anxiety. I'm just sharing my story. Um, and how can mental health be a bandwagon? Like, I like don't They say that. it's like a trend. I'm like, no, it's just people talking about it now because it was a stigma before you weren't to talk about it. We didn't understand it. We didn't know what it was. But I think when I started to open up about it was because I realised there was nobody talking about it. And I needed a girl to relate to. So I was like, I need to be that girl for younger people that they can hear a story and be like, oh, I'm not actually going insane. I don't have certain disorders that I thought I had. I'm just suffering with my anxiety. So I started talking about it. I had just met Chris. Um, we were newly together. Don't even think we were in a relationship. We'd gone on like three dates. And I put a video out um, on YouTube being like, hey, I'm just back from my therapy session and blah, 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 blah. And I just talked about my mental health for the first time. And he was like, oh, right, didn't know you're a YouTuber. Didn't know you suffered with your mental health. Fair play. <laughs> this is how I, I had to put a YouTube video out to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the first time I opened up and I saw the reaction it got from that, like that I helped people. Yeah, it was positive. It then. was positive. And now when I talk about it, I feel like people who don't know me and haven't been on my journey, like think that, I don't know, jumping on a trend. I hate that. There's, there's, a lot I can take on the internet and there's a lot I can let go over my head but come for me and my mental health and I will not let you come for me about my parenting, my relationship. I'm like, that's too personal. And also, we, as like, as in, it, it's not okay for anyone to comment on any any one of those things for no. anyone. So just because you're, you're an influencer doesn't mean that you can take it any more than I could take it. And I am this most sensitive soul. Like, if anyone says boo to me, I start crying. Like, I can't take it. But I have to just pretend that I'm okay. Whereas I'm crying into Chris's arms and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's not worth it. But then I have to rise above it. I maybe have an hour of like, no, I can't take the messages. I can't take the comments. I can't take the threads. And then I'm like, do you know what? I have worked on this for so long. It's taken me almost 10 years to get here. I'm not going to give it up overnight because someone thinks something about me. Yeah, or someone's wrote something that didn't even make sense and no, the grammar was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's rumours and it's lies and it's judgment and it's just comments. And like, so when you get to that point, do you, have you ever come off of Instagram? Because I've seen, I think in the recent probably 12 months, we've all seen influencers be like, I need a break. Yeah. And I suppose in every day to day job, you know, I get my four weeks holidays, I need yeah. a break. Do you plan in holidays now to have that mental mental break? No, not really. I have never had kind of a structure because the work I do is day to day and it can chop and change and a brand can say, we need you here or do you want to do this? And I've always kind of been, yeah, I'll just do whatever. In recent times now, I'm a mother of two. He's 15 months. I'm like, I need structure. I need to know what I'm doing. So I've kind of started to pencil in days. Now they can change. If they need yeah, to. Yeah, if they need to. Yeah, of course. There was one time things got really bad and I was 11 weeks pregnant on Hayden and it was consuming me. The amount of messages I was getting, like horrible stuff that you don't want to read. And I just deleted everything. That was the moment I came off Snapchat. I was like, it is not worth having nastiness come at me. People didn't know I was pregnant. They were just saying 
awful things. So I went offline for a week. I deactivated my Instagram, deleted every single app and I just lived my life. And it was yeah. so refreshing to not pick up my phone and to just live my life because I feel like sometimes it is my job and my job is to be on my phone. But I think for viewers, they can like get a little bit like caught up in it. Yeah, very invested and in like your you life. You see maybe like on a long day, you might see six minutes in my life. Do you know? Yeah, six minutes of my day. 23 and, and whatever. whatever other hours <laughs> so I can't do the math. Me neither, yeah. but we'll leave it there. But like I show what I want to show and people don't, I think sometimes they think that whatever is seen is the truth. Whereas like on Sunday I had two major panic attacks, like really bad ones where I was like nearly vomiting and hyperventilating. And then I put up a post to say I had like two major panic attacks and then I got comments of people being nasty I'm like and can you give me an example of what those comments are so I like that was the morning time so I came out of it like I can I've had panic attacks for the last 17 years I can deal with them like there was a point when I lived in Australia where there were I was having them every single day like numerous times a day and I've had therapy I know how to come back out of it and like I could have a panic attack here and then an hour later I'd be happy bubbly grace. So I've really trained myself into coping with them. So I had put up the post and but on my story, Chris was like cooking me dinner. He bought me brought me in a glass of wine and I was just like relaxing on the couch reading my book. He was making me dinner. But then when I put the post up saying I was had two panic attacks, people were like, oh, and you're drinking wine. I'm like. I am well capable of having a glass of wine and having a panic attack. I know my body. Yeah. Like, I, and I didn't like even that. It could be six minutes. A panic attack could be six minutes of 23 and whatever hours of but the like day. But like a panic attack lasts 20 minutes and it's gone. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the most a panic attack will last is 20 minutes. But I didn't even have the glass of wine. I gave it to Chris because I didn't feel like drinking it. He just brought it into me. But I was like, people are passing comment and judging and like nearly saying things when they don't know what's going on. And do you feel the need, like, do you feel like you need to explain yourself Well, constantly? I did. I did that night. I just put up a picture of, I had taken a picture of, like, my glass of wine, my dinner, just, like, a nice picture. I had it on my story, like, spoiled for the night or something. And then the next post was the same picture and it was, like, think before you type. And I just wrote, like, this is my mental health. This is my body. I know if I can have a glass of wine. I know it's not recommended if you're on medication, but like, listen, love, oh, I've like, been here 17 years with this and I know my own weakness. I know my strength. So I left it there. I just put it up. Think before you type and a little thing about me and this is my journey. And then yesterday I went on and I said, I am not coming on here talking about my mental health, looking for advice, looking for tips, looking for anything. I deal with it in my own way with my therapist, with my doctor, with my family. I'm only talking about these things to help other people who might not know what they're going through. So please don't give me any advice because I don't I'm need it. I'm not asking for it. I'm not yeah. asking, do you know? It's draining. Like that, that, that story alone is so draining that... You put up a picture of your dinner that happens to be a glass of wine. Like, I'm sure I've I've put up stuff like that before and I haven't even drank the, yeah. the glass of wine or I haven't even had the dinner or exactly. whatever. Well, no, I eat everything, so I've definitely <laughs> had the dinner. But, like, it's so draining. And f do you ever feel like, for me, right, with the mental health um, kind of campaign that, that, that kind of is going on every day now, because 
you, you touched on something there. It wasn't spoken about before. Yeah. And it was a, a taboo, a stigma, yeah. you know, all of those things. And now it's like people loved it at the beginning and were like, share, tell us all yeah. about it. And now it's like, oh, I've had enough. I know. Like, is she not all right now? And that's definitely ignorance to people who have never dealt with mental health issues. Yeah, because I had my worst, um, like my darkest days when I was living in Australia, say seven years ago. And I went through a really tough time and I came home to seek help. But it was only then at 25 that I was ready to face that I had a problem. Went to therapy. It wasn't the right one. Was put on medication. It wasn't the right medication. Um, and I met Chris and things looked up and I be I came out of it. But then I started to have like anxious periods. I say anxious patches, like just down times. And it started to happen again. And I just was like, I've had it now. I need to find somebody. So I found a therapist before I was even pregnant on Sienna. And she's still my therapist to this day. And I go to her when I need to. And there could be eight weeks where I need to go every week. There could be, I just need to go once a month to check in. And then she's like, I think you're okay for a while. Check back in with me when you need to. So like, it's not that your mental health is fixed. It's ongoing. Yeah, and I feel like I will always have this. I'll just have patches. And like, and I'm going to through, manage it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going through a really tough time at the moment with it. There is no explanation. My doctor said to me recently, your mind has a mind of its own. It's like cancer. It'll just come when it wants. Doesn't matter what you're doing, like how successful you are, how happy, how everything is going. It's going to come. And I'm at that point now where I don't have anything to worry about, but I'm waking up every single day with a knot in my stomach. I feel. But do you think is that is it could be in relation to this the this online trolling? Yeah, do you I think, think a lot of it is kind of what's the word? Um, like in the back of your mind, yeah. subconsciously. Yeah, I do, because I find it hard now to just go on and enjoy Instagram because I'm like worried, worried. about what I'm going to see. Oh, it's, it's so drained. Like I'm drained for you. It's so like I I can't imagine. I mean, you can't put up a picture of your dinner without comments like yeah. people need to chill. If you are listening, people chill. <laughs> um, Like for me, and I, and I want to take this moment to say this to you and not that like I'm only one person of 175k, but... I only have dealt with mental my per own personal mental health issues in the last two years. Mm -hmm. My mum got diagnosed with cancer when Avery was three months old. Oh it's been a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it hasn't been easy. But I do want to say to you, I seen one post that you put up about, it was a picture of you actually sitting on the steps, I think, outside your, oh, yeah. your therapist's uh, office yeah. or building. And it was like, sitting here, shit day, needed to come and see her. And when I read that, I actually was like, nah, she's kind of made my decision. Like, I, I think I do. I think I I might need to go and speak oh, to someone. God. And so I just want you to I know. There. Yeah, no, and I do, Grace, and I just, and I'm not going to get emotional. I'm uh, emotional. <laughs> no, please, maybe like two saps. <laughs> um, poor Dan is in the room going, oh, Jesus. Um, I'm sure he got but, a bit emotional there. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually crying, everyone who can't see him. Um, <laughs> but... I, I did read and I genuinely did did, did feel that way. Um, so I know with all the trolling and all, it, I can imagine it's very hard to kind of sift through all yeah. of that and know that there are people still following you and still engaged because of your story and your journey. And I think that's really important to know today. Yeah. Um, I went on to one of those forms. We, we did mention your names. We've taken them out. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's bypass that. Yes, but... It's draining. It's disgusting. Oh my God. I went on for like 20 seconds. And I was going to ask vomited. you, have you gone on? <laughs> do not search your name. Well, if you're an influencer, do not. And you fall down a rabbit hole and it's awful. And it really is like the like when they mention the dark web, it's like what I imagine it to be. <laughs> it's horrendous. Yeah. It's horrible. And for me, I the, the one thing I said, I always like to kind of see like in, in even the darkest of situations, the funny side, I was like, these people need jobs. <laughs> like they need a hobby. They need something to do. Yeah. It is how you have the time and the energy and the thought process to do that is is beyond me. But I did want to ask, like, how do you how do you deal with trolling? Um, I just ignore them as best I can. Like sometimes I really, really want to have my say. Oh, like, I can imagine. If you know me personally, you know that I'm well able to handle myself. I can say what I want. But at the same time, I have to think about my platform and I like to keep it positive and I don't want to stoop to their level. Yes, yes. And I don't want to engage with it because that's all they're looking for and they get a thrill out of that. Um, so I try my best to ignore. But sometimes it's hard. Like when you know that it's lies, you know it's bull. It's just like, I want to say that's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine there's like a, oh... Mm. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like, yeah, because yeah, it is, it's a bizarre, biz, like. But just... I feel like I've had people message now and say awful things. And I'm like, I get that you don't like me. You can unfollow, like, don't consume your day watching something you don't like. And then someone was like, don't worry, hon, I don't follow you. And I was like, that's even sicker. Yeah, because you're, you're going out watching. your way. Yeah. Don't watch me. There's people out there I don't like. I don't watch them. They don't bring me joy. I always say, if I don't spark joy in you, please stop watching. There is very few people left that I watch now. One of them, Lydia Millen, I've known her for years and she. I lose myself in her content and I feel like that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to take you out of your own problems for a few minutes in the day and just lose yourself in that and then go back to your life. Like yeah. to de-stress or to get inspiration. If you're coming on and you're feeling anger and hatred and... I don't know what I don't know what I do that sparks that in people because I always feel like I'm not controversial. There's nothing I say that's too opinionated. It's just my day to day mm. life. And if that sparks something negative in you, you really need to just distance yourself from me. When you're with, with everything that's going on online, do you ever feel like sometimes you've overshared like, do you feel that way? Yeah. And over the last while, I have really tried to pair it back because I don't want that judgment. I don't want people jumping to conclusions and making up what they think is going on. So I do try and share less. But then sometimes I just love to come on for the chats. I literally just, that's how I started, was just like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And just talking to camera. And sometimes like people will pick up on a word or pick up on a sentence and turn it negative. I'm like, oh, Why? So. Yeah, yeah, they only have to, like, like it's nearly like they're taking advantage of you being so honest. Yeah. Like, if you weren't so honest, they'd actually probably have very little to go off Yeah, of. if I just put up pictures and nice pictures and said very little, what could you judge me on? Yeah. It's the fact that I'm, like, just, I don't think before I talk. 
I really oh, yeah, don't. Same, same. I'm uh, and even at the start of this podcast, I said to Robin, don't even tell me what we're talking about. We'll just go for it. It's like word vomit. But I feel like that's the most natural. And I don't listen back to myself, which is my downfall. I don't listen back to my story. I post it instantly. But I yeah. feel like that's just raw grace. And but that's, that's just honest. Yeah. And, and I can really appreciate that. Like anyone who knows me personally will know, like I'm not a big, like um, like I don't shop from influencers or someone might say, did you see your one did yeah. this? And I'm a bit like, as I said earlier, granny, like I'm actually not, I wasn't on Snapchat. I use Instagram kind of more so for business, really, like for my, ma- my makeup business. Yeah. I don't actually you know and to communicate with friends and stuff like that but I do follow a handful of influencers but I mean I I follow who I like who I want to follow and I would never take advantage of like if I didn't like something I'll mute it yeah or I'll unfollow it like you have the power to do that but it's like you're walking down the street and you see someone is wearing something and in your head, you might say, jeez, I wouldn't put that together now. Yeah. Look at them shoes. I don't scream at her in the street <laughs> going, oh, Jesus, state that. <laughs> like, wouldn't it put them shoes with them jeans? What are you like, you sap? Like, oh my God, and you don't speak to people like that in, in, the, in the real world. It does make it okay to speak to people like that online. Now, I always think, like, would you come up to me in the street and say what you're yeah. after writing? Keyboard and, warrior. Yeah, warriors. or would you like to read that written about your best friend or your sister? This is it. People need to put the human back into yeah. the into the content. Like you're someone's daughter, mm-hmm. sister. I said all this yesterday. I was like, like, would you like to read that about your mom or your sister? Oh, like I'm not joking. Like I would absolutely find people if they said <laughs> stuff about my sister. Do you know what I mean? And that's the honest to God true. And it's why I always feel like when I was reading through the forms as research, as a disclaimer, by the way, yeah. <laughs> not on these forms because it was joyful or no. entertaining for pure research and it's just like it's it's just not okay like and it's it it's consuming and it's toxic toxic and it's unhealthy and what worries me and one thing this is what I want really want to ask you as well is if this is the way it's going to going to be because like legally I don't know how we get rid of these things I'm, and I'm sure you know that's probably another episode with <laughs> with someone from legal yes um but stay tuned, uh, for stay tuned. <laughs> episode two um Robin's solicitor no I don't have a <laughs> <laughs> but um they like for the younger generation now you you would call being an influencer a career yeah would you inspire and recommend it as a career now with what you've had to put up with yeah, like it is like, I feel like it's the best job in the world. I get to decide what I do and when I do it. You do have to have a thick skin and you do have to, like they say, oh, well, you put yourself out there. You have to expect this. I'm like, I am just a girl who sat in her mom's bedroom one day and put a camera up there. Like I'm not trained in media. I went to school and college and studied languages and I'm a makeup artist. Do you know, I'm not someone who's been on the radio and that's able to handle themselves that way I was just a girl in her bedroom and it just thankfully took off Mm. like I'm not able for the comments sometimes and I'm a 32 year old woman I'm a mother of two and you think by this stage now I'd be able to say listen love on your bike but I'm not but I think even as a mother sometimes you're even more you can become more sensitive Mm. because you're like this is the world that my, my kids, kids are, are going to grow yeah. up in. And that's awful to think that these are mothers bringing up children and they're able to go online. 
Like I couldn't imagine one of my friends turning around and saying, oh, I wrote this on someone's picture. I'd be like, why? You'd be like, what's wrong with you? And we can no longer be friends. Yeah. So I feel like the there is kind of a mob mentality where they get together because they wouldn't share it with their friends because their friends would think, just don't follow. Yeah. They'd give them the reality. Like, why are you following her then? 100%. Mm. 100%. Like, and do you know what it makes me think about? It makes me think about, you know, with celebrities on magazines. Yeah. Like, really, for years, there was a culture where we did that, you know, the... um what she's wearing is shit and this yeah. is shit and she's horrible. Look how much weight she's put on. Look how skinny she is. It's awful. But when you, now that we have influencers who are like, who are normal people as such as not actors who are yeah. worth billions and billions, like that's not okay either because they just wanted to be actors. They just wanted to have an like... They started it, the exact same way. Exact they were just regular way. people. And it, it makes just, it seem really bad now that we were okay with that like, we were okay with that. that stuff yeah it is. and I always think back like Caroline Flack only took her life in February and that whole be kind campaign like my heart breaks to think that she had to take her own life to get away from it yeah and people were so quick to jump on oh my god be kind think about what you say and then they've forgotten about it as quick yeah, so for me, one one of the big things, and I'm yeah, like the it's oh it's it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Hashtag be kind. There is no point or the black square for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. There's no point in posting all of these things if you don't follow through as a human being yeah. in your day to day life. And I can guarantee you that all these people writing all these horrible things are the ones who have reposted and shared yeah. and their small group of friends think they're lovely and that's great. Like, I, I get so wound up talking about this as you, people can probably hear my voice and I wish there was a way that, you know, you can ha- hold people accountable, unfortunately. There has to be, though. There has eventually, to be. Yeah, yes, eventually, yes, Because it is definitely. such a new industry. Like, I was in the, like I said, I'm an OG. Like, I'm in the first wave of it. So... Like, we don't know what we're doing. Like, the way when any kind of... Yeah, new profession. Yeah, comes yeah, yeah. out. Like, I'm sure now in 10 years' time there will be some kind of laws to protect us because it's not okay to harass people. Like, if we were in an office and someone constantly said the things every day to me, I'd go straight to HR. Exactly. And they would be gone. Like, they'd be fired or they'd be warned. Like, it is not okay to talk to people that way. And you have to remember, like, I am a person... I have feelings. I take it to heart. Do you know? And I think people think because it's on the internet, it's not like real. But I feel like that's just a way of excusing their behavior and yeah. getting away with it. But it's not normal and it's not okay. No. And we've talked too much about too much negativity. about it. And actually, my next question is 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 a lovely, bright, positive one. Yeah. What has been the highlight? Of your career, when you look back, because oh you're saying God. like you, you you're an OG. <laughs> so what what's been one of the big highlights in your career? Um, God, you put me on the spot. I knew Sorry. I didn't want to know the questions, but still, um, the highlight. I don't know. Like I've won Influencer of the Year three times, and oh, have you? Yeah, that's incredible. That was amazing. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, I think actually. Talking about mental health, um, it's not really something to brag about, but my therapist told me that I saved somebody's life. And and Whoa. yeah, she said he wouldn't be here today if her, his girlfriend didn't follow you. 
Um, and also um, a lady down in Galway told me that she had a young girl who really got help because of what I spoke about. And that's, to me, my purpose is it doesn't matter what I wear, what makeup I talk about. If you get something that changes your life or makes, like you said, after reading that post, you were like, maybe I need to go see somebody. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I think that's the important thing. Like, forget all the materialistic side of things. If you can get something that makes you think, right, I need help or whatever it is, that's for me the highlight because I've helped somebody somewhere. Like, I've had so many talks in colleges where people have come up and said, like, I didn't realise what I was going through until you said those words and I could relate to them. And my sister was in a doctor surgery one day and met a girl and she was like, I'm here for my first therapy session because of your sister. Oh, my God. And like that's that incredible. to me is like, that's my purpose in life yeah. is to help people. It doesn't matter about the events or the jobs or all that. It's what I wanted when I decided to kind of change from being a makeup artist to more of a life person. I was like, I want to talk about the real life things and help people that way. And yeah, I do get to work with amazing brands and stuff and do all that side yeah, of things. Yeah, there's perks to every job. Yeah, but my sole purpose is to help people. And hearing those stories, when I think about it, are like the highs. Yeah, it makes it feel worthwhile. Yeah, like I, yeah. Did a, I did a talk back years ago. I hadn't even had CN, I don't think. And I was on stage with Brezzy and a couple of others talking about mental health down, down in Galway. And like I stood up there and cried talking about my journey. I had a panic attack in the green room when I saw Brezzy. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, I can't cope with this. But like the, the whole auditorium were in tears when I was talking about my journey. And there was a girl that was up in like up at the height it was like 200 people in a college auditorium and her friend came down and was like she can't come down to talk to you but she wants to thank you and I had to go up to her and like she was shaken she was obviously suffering so bad and I was like it's okay gave her a big hug I said this is what you need to do I was you 10 years ago do you know I went through this and look at me yeah. and I'm still going through it and I always say like you only ever like you just take it day by day take it hour by hour I do now like this morning I felt absolutely awful text my fiance like I'm so anxious today text Aoife my friend been like I'm so bad but now like I'm sitting here I'm doing it yeah do yeah you, know? you like, got here we've had the chat <laughs> yeah but you have to just take you have to be kind to yourself you have to be easy on yourself and know that nobody's perfect and we all struggle in our own way and never cast judgment on someone else's struggle because you do not know what they're going through no, and especially not on, you know, the two minutes you see online exactly. or the one picture. So what are your your best like self-care tips? Because like maybe there's kind of new people listening to this podcast yeah. too and something has resonated with them. Because mm -hmm. for, the, for the same reason that you do what you do was one of the reasons why I wanted to have a podcast. Because love the chats. Love the uh, chats. Love the chats. And I always feel like the best kind of, um, what's the word, like, the best ideas, but also the best things to help people come out of really good conversations. Yeah. And I was like, if people just take one thing from one episode. Exactly. Like I'm happy. You've job done your done. job. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I have always wanted to do a podcast, but I never got around to it. Oh, uh, next on the list. No, it's been on the list for <laughs> before I was even pregnant on Hayden. I'm just like, oh, no, I'll just be a I'll just uh, pop just into everyone guest. else's. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so self-care for me is so important. And it doesn't mean going and getting your nails done or getting your hair. It's like half an hour a day where you just reflect on yourself and think like, check in with your body. How am I feeling? Am I overwhelmed? Am I hungry? What do I need? Um, so a lot of the time I do certain things during the week that's really good for my mental health. So I started obviously with therapy. Like I love my therapist. Love her. Like she's frank. She's honest. She just tells me what it is. But that's my hour with her where I can just say what I want and not be judged. So that's like my main thing is talking. Um, I also practice meditation now. I go to a class in Dunleary and it is he said to me when I walked into his shop a couple of weeks ago and the girl I am now, he was like, I can see such a difference in you. Amazing. From a couple of like hours of meditation, I practice meditation every single day. Like I just have the app Calm. Yeah, I use Headspace yeah, now. Yeah, there's loads of different yeah. ones. I just love Calm. Um, it is very expensive, though, so they go for the free ones. If you're starting yeah, no, out. Headspace is expensive Headspace. as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, my daughter now loves it, and we do a meditation oh, for her going to bed every night. She's like, Mommy, can we do our relaxation? Um, That's deadly. Yeah, it's, and she's only three. Avery could use some relaxing. Yeah, do she's a little. absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> Even the yoga for the kids is great. They do, like, yeah. the frozen yoga. Um, I just like I love just sitting and like doing my nails or having a bath or reading. I'm reading Oprah's book at the moment and I just take it everywhere with me. And every page of that book, I've gotten something from her. Yeah, I can imagine well, I know her for podcast sure. is my is my one. I've only started one. to listen to her podcast recently, but that book, what I know for sure, has changed my way of thinking. Right. OK, it's really That's good. Next on my list. Get that one. Yeah. Yeah, hope Scott's brother is listening. He buys me all my books at Christmas and for my Lovely. birthday. <laughs> um, but yeah, just those little things. I put on some feel good music. I dance around. I go for a walk. I just try and... Things that are really achievable really? for people to do. Yeah. yeah, just simple. Like take it back a step. It doesn't have to be going to a spa and getting a massage. Yeah, I think sometimes when you hear the word self-care, self-care. it sounds expensive. No. But like, like it does. You can it be sounds, all yeah. DIY. You can make your own face mask at home. Yeah. Run yourself a bath. Put on some like therapeutic music. Yeah. Take some deep breaths. Like the best thing you can do for your mental health and your anxiety is take some deep belly breaths. Yeah. And I mean deep, like bring it right down to the end of your lungs. And it's hard to do. Yeah, because I've started to try do it. Mm. Um, and it is actually very difficult. Like when you focus on doing your yeah. breath is when, like all it is is like panic is invoked by too much carbon dioxide in our system it's a chemical imbalance so if you just get all the oxygen in get rid of all the co2 you relax yourself in minutes yeah because i i'm i started doing that from the adam that i had on the the episode before you was talking about meditation he kind of introduced me to what kind of made me do it um (laughs) for it because my sleep is really bad yeah when I'm asleep, it's actually not too bad. It's getting asleep. Yeah, that's the hard. That's when really your brain struggle. comes to life. Oh my god! And, and especially you're... when you're doing a podcast the night before, I'm like, and this question and that question, and <laughs> like, and you're thinking of so many different things. But I found like that the the meditation being huge for yeah. me now, and, and it takes a lot of practice. It really does. Trying to switch off is oh hard. God. And some days I can't switch off at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes and you're like, oh, I failed at that meditation. Well, no, you didn't. <laughs> You tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And you also came from like a makeup and and a, a kind of a skincare background. Yeah, I just like love beauty. Yeah. I've and no training in skincare or anything. Just really love. I've always kind of looked after my skin and tried to 
figure out what's good and what's not. Yeah, because I listened to your podcast like when it originally came out, but I listened to it again um, with Georgia Crawford on oh, the Good yeah. Glow. And I ha- I'm laughing because she's like, your skin is amazing. And I'm looking <laughs> at your skin now and it is incredible. Thank and you. And you actually really remind me like like of myself in the sense of I actually wear very little makeup like on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I only put this on to, to show off I'm today. sorry, I didn't put it um, But you don't on, need it. On. And like, and I'm, I'm really about like embracing very like, you know, if, if you don't want to wear makeup, like d- don't feel you have to. Yeah. I'm so about that. Or when clients come to me, I don't like full coverage, but do you think I should do it because it's a Party. I'm like, no, honey. Just look do like you. you. Yeah, I'm so about that. And I think that's actually, as much as I'm not about trends, but it is thank- thankfully a trend as well now. Yeah. Um, but what are your, I always, anytime I have a beauty expert on. I wouldn't call your, myself a beauty expert. Oh, definitely. No, <laughs> do you know, I think you're an expert if you're someone who, you know, has embraced it and has tested and trialed. Oh, yeah. I Everything. have like a shop in my <laughs> office. You walk in there, you take what you want. Oh my gosh, my dream. But <laughs> I should have brought you a bag yeah, next time. Oh, I'll, I'll, it can come in the post. I can <laughs> give you my address. <laughs> um, but what are your, I asked Caroline, Natasha, I think Elaine as well. What would be your top five beauty products? So number one would be Alpha H Liquid Gold. It is an incredible product. So you can see a difference in the next, like the day after. It's a glycolic acid. Okay unbelievable it's an Australian brand Um, I highly recommend that to everyone and everyone I've given it to or recommended it to has said it's amazing I actually gave it to my therapist and she said it really helped with her rosacea so oh, okay. it's a really good product to have it does it's um a chemical or it's an acid so it exfoliates the skin from within gets right down into the dermis breaks up the skin incredible okay that's gone on the list number one number two is by Terry CC serum I've heard of this. Oh, yes, I've heard amazing things. Like amazing. This. Like it's just like glow in a bottle. Do you know when you just don't want to look like you've any makeup on, but you need to look alive? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would should be have probably put dull. it on today. No, you're lovely and glowy. <laughs> it must be the light. <laughs> Smash. Um, yeah, that's just my natural glow. <laughs> so that is amazing. I wear Sunny Flash. Um, there's a couple of different shade ranges okay. for different skin tones. Um, number three would be for hair um, Colour Wow Shampoo Game Haired, Changer things, yeah. Oh my god Like I have Always thought that I just had horrible hair And I couldn't manage it Until I changed my shampoo And my hairdresser told me So any hair product Say it's for volume It's always putting volume in um, Like do you know The ingredient Is yeah, building yeah. up on your hair Or whether it's um, for strengthening like it's putting protein and it's always building up so any shampoo you use builds up on your hair okay. Colour Wow cleans your hair there is oh. nothing in it at all but to clean your hair so I would recommend two shampoos two with shampoos. two or three if you have the time oh okay yeah. a little bit of product a little bit of self care so, in the shower yeah three shampoos always do two now I always do always two do my hairdresser two. told me two actually two. yeah so I do two as the well the first one breaks up whatever's there if it's oils if it's dirt if it's product you've used so breaks it up the second shampoo actually cleans the hair so cleans all of that off. Okay. The third one is just if you're going extra. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. You really just want to be really But that colour wow is unbelievable. I haven't found a better shampoo. And I've worked with loads of hair brands. And I always say I can't 
now because I've just found my holy grail shampoo. Okay. There could be more out there that I just haven't tried, but... Yeah, but for now, okay. For I now. have seen, that I have actually seen a lot of salons now buy that in. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, Number four. God. Five is a lot. I know, sorry. Everyone says this Let to me. Let me think. Um, going back to like when I started, there's a brand, an Irish brand called Kinvara. And it is incredible. Their um, cleansing oil, game changer. Takes right. every inch of makeup off. Even the Inglot 77 gel liner, which is impossible. 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 The only thing I've ever found to take that off is um, Clinique's Balm. Okay. You know, the Clinique. Yeah. The, and you're like, but, but, but when I say like with blunt force. Yes. Like scrubbing it off. So Kinvara, their cleansing oil is incredible. And it doesn't do anything to your eyes. doesn't sting. It's just gentle. It's natural. It's beautiful. Okay. And it's an Irish brand. Amazing. So check yeah. them out. Support local everyone. Defo. Um, and then there, I'm sure there's so many. I just can't think of. Aliso is a new brand. A lip balm. Really love it. Always in my handbag. Okay. Um, just lip balm. There's two set, um, scents, Summer Fruits and Fresh Mint. Fresh Mint is my fave. Okay. They've also just brought out a lip scrub as well. Yeah, I'm mad for a lip scrub. I use the MAC one and I love it. I love a lip scrub. Yeah. I used to always get the Lush Sugar Scrub. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I think people don't realise you have to exfoliate your lips oh, for yeah. them to look good. Yeah, 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 massively. I'm like feeling mine now like they're Aww. so dry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lip balm is always one for me because I just feel comfortable when my lips are moisturised. Yeah. And Alyssa is a really nice brand. Okay, I love it. I will share these these top five products on my Instagram yeah. um, for the podcast. But so... What is next then for our Faces by Grace? Oh, there is a big wedding coming next year. Yes. That's all I'm focused on right oh, now. Oh, so exciting. Yeah, love like, a good wedding. People always say, like, what are you going to bring out? I'm like, I am not in the right. Like, I'm just not there yet. I just yeah. don't want to bring out my own brand. I want to focus on me. I want to be. Love that. Yeah. And we've loads of brands. We're, we're, we're good for a while like, anyway. You know, I can't bring anything else to the market that's not already there. I yeah. only want to bring something out if I, it's needed. And I feel like there's so much that you don't need anything from me. Um, no, so, not unless, no, that's not well, true. Well, unless it's completely different, do you know? But I know what you mean. You'll, do you know, my mom is always like, you like for big decisions like that, mm. you'll just know. No. And yeah. moms are always right. Oh, come here. Aren't and we? Like I've thought about it a lot and I've always like toyed with the idea of a different thing and like my own brand. Hopefully in the future we will have something. Um, but for now, all I'm doing is working away to pay for this wedding. Yeah, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. Do we have a venue? We do have a venue, Virginia Park Lodge in Cavan. <gasps> oh, I love it. Mm, I love it. One. It was yeah. only our second place to view and we were only halfway through walking around and I just grabbed his hand and I was like, this is it. And he was like, it is. She mentioned lavender beds and I was like, sign Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hadn't even gone into where the um, meal or anything is. Yeah, you just loved it. I oh, just loved it. Such a beautiful venue. So, yeah. so beautiful. And can I ask, is hair and makeup booked? It is. Oh. Well, makeup is definitely booked. I've only started, I had one trial last week and I was really happy with it. For hair, I feel like I it's not my niche. So I, I'm a bit like, ugh. Who to go to? Go for a few. When I saw my face in the mirror, when I got my makeup trial, I nearly had tears. I was like, you have made me look like me. And that 
as a makeup artist, all you want is People someone to, feel. to make you look like you. Yeah. And she did it and it was incredible. But hair, I had a hair trial last week, my first one. I was so nervous, but I loved it. But I'm just like, oh. It's so important. People yeah. don't really, like, we, myself and Natasha talked about this. Like, hair and makeup is just as important as your dress. Yeah. Like, because there's no point. Like, I... Yeah, it's just so so important. And as as a makeup artist, I there's no better feeling when you're finished a makeup trial and they look in the mirror and they're like, "I love it." Yeah, because yeah, when you're amazing. sitting in the chair as a makeup artist, it's a bit like, "Oh, oh god, yeah, you're what like, are they what's doing? That brush? I don't have that." Yeah, but she just turned the mirror on me, and I was like, "Oh, yes, oh, I love and it." And I said, "There," I was like, "Yes, oh, amazing." Can yeah. you know who it is? Breath, MUA. I love her. She, and it was my first time to meet her. I love her. She does the most beautiful, like, smoked out oh, liners and yeah. fabulous makeup artists. I'm very, she very excited for you. She worked in Inglot um, and had left to go work for, I can't remember. But I heard her name loads when I worked there. And I'd followed her for years. And never had my makeup done by her. But I just, she was just a lovely lovely person and yeah. she did my makeup incredibly and she I feel like she'll just be like the calm I need on the morning of my wedding oh so important the people that you book also as much as their their skill is important yeah. their mannerisms they're, yeah. they're all over kind of demeanour is yeah. so so important and I've been there on the morning of so many weddings and know what it's like and anything can happen oh anything can happen uh, but yeah just yeah, that was oh, that's so exciting. Going to try and address next month. Oh, amazing. Oh, my God. You thought you had followers now. Wait until you <laughs> get married, everyone. Babies and weddings. Oh, tell me The women it. flock. Yes. Um, but congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations on your two gorgeous kids as well. Thanks so much. Um, before we go, okay. I ask everybody, what is their beautiful truth? Okay. So, so what's my beautiful truth? What is your beautiful truth, Grace? I think being honest and relatable is my, like I can, I'm just an open book. I don't really hide anything. I don't try and sugarcoat anything. I just say it as it is. And sometimes it gets me in trouble. But other times people respect the fact that I just say it like it is. So when I was thinking about it, because I kind of thought this question was coming and I was like, I don't really know what my beautiful truth is. Like someone else could probably tell me. But I think that just being that girl next door, relatable Grace online and in real life is yeah. me. Just me. Yeah, I love that. And I think you've shared lots of beautiful truths today. And I love how honest you are. And don't ever change <laughs> for no troll or no. nobody, Grace, because Only I change for the better. Yes, exactly. But congratulations on all of your success and thank, thank you. you so much for coming oh, in to have a chat unreal. with me. Oh, Thanks for having you. you. I'll have to come back now Yes, again. definitely. Part two, coming, coming soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Thanks, Grace. Robin. It was amazing. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Beauty of Truth podcast. Please subscribe and follow this podcast if you have been loving these episodes. And you can uh, leave a review if you have a quick minute. And you can follow this podcast on Instagram. I am at the Beauty of Truth podcast. And if you're not one of the 175,000 people following Grace, you can find Grace at Faces by Grace on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. This podcast is produced by Primal Pro at Instagram or Primal.ie. And it's Primal with a Y.